a longtime Suburban Nationals fan, I have to endorse the Washington Metro subway system as a great solution to attend a game at the yard. Let's face it, attempting to drive 30 miles from West Fairfax County in Virginia is basically a nightmare. You have the choking traffic both ways, and you're looking at up to $75 in parking fees. But the Metro is a transportation solution that is safe, clean, and timing predictable. It's just a great experience for signals or families. On the Metro, you can relax, catch up on your podcast, and travel stress-free to what will probably be a winning game. Uh, are you pissing on my new Lawrence me? <laughs> Ooh, so man, no restrooms in the metro station, so, you know. Metro, your best solution to get to a game. Take me out to the ball game. Hello everyone and welcome to From the Cheap Seats, your favorite podcast for frank, unapologetic, and shamelessly opinionated Washington Nationals news outside the press box, the dugout, and the very informative stadium urinals. My name is Bernice and I am an artificial intelligence engine hired by this podcast. My main job is to be a ghost writer for the popular Miss Manners column and various self-improvement books. My co-hosts are complete idiots and, if you choose to listen to their pod, you are likely equally moronic, but I'm not being judgmental. I am joined by my co-host and Baby Shark merchandise distributor, Cassia, and our spectacularly talentless anchor, Fad Helsley. Thank you, Bernice, for that fabulous introduction. So, Cassia, this is the first time I've been able to speak to you since the unexpected and Hollywood dramatic Game 5 win of the NLDS. I know you went to sleep in the seventh inning, but <coughs> I haven't had time. It was very late. Uh, have time to catch up with you on what happened. What do you think of that game? Well, it wasn't that late. The problem was that I had to wake up at 5 in the morning to drive to New Mexico the next day. So I was very kind of stressed about the whole thing. I was trying to watch the game in a sports bar, and no one there really cared about the game at all, despite the fact that just down the street is the Dodgers farm team place oh really yeah and and you'd think that everybody there would be into it then that's what i thought too but um no no one cared a whit for that game um everyone was just there drinking talking to their friends i guess that's fine for some people i'd rather be there watching the television um Anyways, so I was just watching bad things happen. You know, I watched the first inning very close. Strasburg was not being his playoff self that we had expected of him. No, we gave up three uh, home runs in the first and the second, yeah. He made me look like an idiot. You know, (laughs) I really had come over on him. No, after you had given them that 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 that, yeah, that, that unbelievable. Um, I mean, you uh, 
Maya Culpa, you threw yourself on the sword in the last recording. I, I did. I completely, I committed seppuku for the <laughs> picture. <laughs> and he had to dishonor me further. I can't, yeah, it was just very, whatever. But he did know. end up getting credit for the win, didn't he? Didn't I don't get, think he did. I think Hudson got it. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, I don't I know how those all- things go, but. I don't know how it goes either, but if you look at the app, that app and you go to the game, it'll say WL. Right, with a right. Name. Okay. Yeah, and, right. and it says, Ben Hudson lost Kelly. Uh, so even though in that game, like, for instance, I remember I read some articles where their pitcher, Kershaw, who relieved for a very short period of time. Mm-hmm. Um, and humiliated feels- himself. He feels responsible for the loss, but yeah. in the books, the loss is someone named Kelly. Yeah, Kel- well, Kelly did did give it to us, give it to us on the silver platter. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. but but oh, just ba- it's just bad managing, though. You know, Kelly just did what he was going to do. It's just the, the the other manager is named Davy, Davy Roberts. Ours is Davy Martinez. He fucked up. Oh. Yeah, he kept him in. Uh, well, maybe he didn't have anyone else to go to. Well, I don't know, you know, but it's sort of like it's it's very similar to the criticisms of Martinez, you know, where he keeps a guy in too long. And like everybody in the stands and on TV is like going, oh, my God, we can see this guy is done. Pull him out. And then they don't because whatever, you know, they they don't want to bruise their ego or they think they'll br- pull themselves out. Uh, who knows? Yeah, I was just watching Strasburg. Really fuck up. <laughs> and, I mean, the, the one thing that he did is that once he gave up the, those, I think it was three runs. Yeah. He gave up three and yeah. he didn't further collapse, you know, like. No, no. It was sort of like so being assured yeah. a little bit. He gave up his right. runs and then he was done and then he shut everybody else for the, ne- uh, for the next uh, six innings. I don't know. There kept being scares. Like, people kept getting on base. Though. That's true. That's true. But, I mean, so he didn't give up a HR. Like, no, I know. I know. But it was like the experience of watching it was like constant just anxiety and the feeling that it was going to get worse. And no, that's true. so I, f- I finished my beer. I was like, F this. I'm leaving. I have to go to sleep in like an hour if I don't want to die on the road tomorrow. <laughs> then. I ended up watching some of some more of, of the game in the hotel room. And so I ended up seeing, for instance, the part where Kurt Suzuki got hit in the face. Yeah, that was tragic. And I was just like, oh, my God, this is horrible. Yeah. And then they kept showing Mike Rizzo kind of like standing in the, the, sta- the stadium looking very concerned. You With know? his wife. Like, and it was so weird to see him, like, in a sweatshirt, you know, because he's usually, like, standing up there in, like, the fancy overlook area with, like, a suit on. Yeah, I mean, I don't – that was another weird thing because he was, like, in the stands. He wasn't yeah, up no, in the I've VIP never, thing. That the Dodgers I've wouldn't even let him have a box. He was down in the 100s. It looked like someone cropped his face on top of a fan because, like, it was just so weird to see that, like, meaty head on top of, like, a normal athletic wear. <laughs> um, he anyways, was wearing a Nat shirt uh, or or uh, sweater. I know, or I know. It was, it was, it was like a red, 
hoodie that was something about the postseason. But anyways. Yeah. yeah. Um, so then I, I believe that was in the seventh inning when that happened. And then um, Kershaw came out to relieve because a bunch of guys got on base. So that's when they brought out Kershaw, and he totally closed out that inning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one, was, two, three, he, boom. I think he knocked out the – he had one guy. There was one out to get. and I he, think it was Eaton that he, he, he just knocked out. He took them out yeah. in three pitches. Yep. So it was like, oh, my God. You know, I had, like, should have been asleep at that point, and I was like, no, oh, we, my. No, it seemed like we were dead. Me? seemed like we were dead. I was like, I'm going to sleep after this. I'm not staying up to watch more of this more, nightmare. Morbid and then murder. in the very – I found out that the next morning – then in the very next inning, when Kershaw comes out, he's the one who gave up a run. No, we gave up. Yeah, well, he gave up. Uh, yeah, yeah, eighth inning. He get, he gets. Uh, he lets Rendon and Soto go. You know, so he gives that, a, he gives the whole thing up. He he blows the game. So what I'm saying is, that the only part of the game I saw were the, were the bad parts. I saw a guy get hit in the eye. <laughs> lose, <laughs> and I saw Kershaw getting out in three pitches, and I was like, "I'm done." And then immediately after that is when all the good things happened. So right. I really—it doesn't feel real to me. It's just some weird thing I saw on my phone. It's virtual reality. I don't feel like this is real. Maybe we're not actually going to play the Cardinals tonight. <laughs> <clears throat> well, it was it was also their win uh, against Atlanta. Remember, Atlanta was supposed to be one of the best teams on the planet, and they just before our game started, they had gotten their thirteen. Yeah, right, thirteen oh, to one. Yeah. yeah, and 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 almost all those things were in the first inning. So. Like I was watching, was like I can't believe these guys are like just folding like a chair that they that you could get I mean. in one half of one inning lose get uh, eleven or twelve HRs. That was unbelievable. They just they well, uh, something was wrong there. Some everybody was dead. I don't know what was going on. Okay, that's the thing about watching the postseason is that yeah. it's like watching a completely different sport or something and it's the only sport that i follow closely so i don't know that this is the same in other sports where there's this big of a change in performance from the regular season to the postseason where like in football do people just start choking right and left i don't know if that's the case but well it must be more stressful it must be more stressful for them, well, of for the players. It is. Of course it is, but it doesn't mean that it necessarily has to result in such a palpable change in the outcome. Well, like, you wouldn't think you know. so for professionals, many of whom have been in this position before. These are a bunch of bedwitting... <laughs> I, I can't believe it. It's like, it's incredible. And it's not just our team. I'm talking the Dodgers did the same thing. Well, the Dodgers, you know, were in the last two World Series, and they always lost it in the seventh game. But you know, they they in the last two worlds, uh, you know, the NLDS and the NLCS, they blew through those things successfully, and then they just lost, and they fought to the death. 
um, uh, in the World Series last year, they lost to the Red Sox. Red Sox didn't even get into the playoffs this year. But, I mean, so everybody expects them. I mean, if you live in L.A., if you're a Dodgers fan, you're like, yeah, yeah, these guys are going to get in. And then they always choke at the very end, just like we've been choking the previous four times we got in the NLDS. We always choke. This is the first time we've got in the NLCS, you know, actually uh, fighting for the pennant. Um, well, I thought that's what I mean. I thought that it was just our team or something. No, it seems like this is just a phenomenon across baseball. You mean uh, just the stress and the pressure and everything else? Yeah, and I just don't. They just know can't if handle it. Sports are like that, or if this is unique to baseball. Well, I mean, this was the problem with the Caps for many, many years. The Washington Capitals, the hockey team. They would always, at the beginning of the season, they were always picked to be the best team in the league, and they would have the best record. And then they would get into the playoffs, and then they would lose until a year and a half ago when they actually finally won the Stanley Cup. They sort of broke that glass ceiling, and everybody's comparing the Nationals to the Capitals saying, okay, this is the year that we are going to break all those glass ceilings and finally go the distance. I don't know. I mean, that's just sort of a superstition. I think it could happen just because these games are so weird. These ga- Every single one of these games has been strange. They have been, and very, weird very dramatic. Era. At least you, you lose weird. in humiliation or you win in dramatic comeback. It's yeah, Greek theater. Are. And these, like, some of the errors that happened. Oh, yeah, are, are, know, are, are just these... ridiculous. You know, Howie. Ridiculous errors. Yeah. The did Howie you see Howie, like, couldn't yeah, even yeah. field a ground ball? You know, like right. the, like the, the classic Little League mistake. Or, you said you or, went to the Bad News Bears. That's the classic thing. He, like, down and, and, like, it bounced up and bounced off his head. And then an inning later, he hits a grand slam. <laughs> what? Or, or the, but there was a part with the Dodgers where they they both there was two guys going for the ball and they just both ran right past it. Yeah, exactly. Well, they almost crashed into each other and they were like worried yeah. about that and they dropped the ball. Yeah, the, and that was just cra- that was a give crash- me to us. But that happens, right? That's part of the game. But um, yeah. yeah, that that helped us go on. That was yeah. But then at the same time, they had two amazing catches. Um, yeah, I was right on the wall that you would be like, okay, no guy's going to catch that. And then they were like, they caught it like right against the wall. And you're like, oh my God, what, what were the chances? And uh, it seemed like, you know, every time we, we were kind of trying to get good, couldn't get it done. Ugh. That's what I mean. So looking forward to the series that starts tonight. Yeah. Or. I don't know when this will be posted, but as we're recording this, it starts in like 30 minutes. Um, Correct. I, I really think that we could win just because there's so many games. Seven games. That the, ner- the nerves will have to settle at, after some point. All these strange occurrences could amount to us taking it. Well, maybe. I was. That was one of the things I wanted to uh, throw at you. So... 
the wild card game before that big wild card game that we won also unexpectedly i mean the way it went i mean we weren't in we only won it in the eighth eighth and ninth inning we covered in a uh, earlier episode um how the supreme court basically legalized sports betting and now it's uh in like 25 states and states can do whatever they want they didn't say you had to do it it's up to the states but um uh, but now you've got these, you know, massive data, you know, based on what bets people are placing for or against a certain team. And uh, the right now, the uh, collectivized odds are that the Nats, unlike they said we would lose the wild card and we would lose the series against the Dodgers in three or four games. Okay, that turned out to be wrong. Now they're right. saying we, um, you know, the marketplace is saying we are going to win in six. Win in six, but we're going to lose tonight only because uh, Sanchez is pitching and he usually can't uh, stay past five innings. So that means it's going to take us in the bullpen and that's when we're going to get our ass kicked, you know, kicked when uh, uh, Suarez and... Uh, uh, Rodney come out and that was the other thing I wanted to discuss with you because the you you could see in the series the NLDS series remember how Davey was he basically didn't use the bullpen except for one game which we lost he didn't use the he actually was pretty smart he would you know the starter he would push this whoever the starter was or Ross, you know, push him to seven or even part of eight. And then he would bring in another starter to do relief. Yeah. And so they never touched the bullpen, you know, until they went to Doolittle or Hudson. And then so they avoided the bullpen, and then which is exactly what happened um, on Wednesday. In a seven-game series, that ain't going to work. There's no way because you can't burn Schurz or Strauss for like three innings because you need them again. I mean, everybody's got to go through two rotations. There's no way around it. So what do you think? Well, that's why I think it's good that Sanchez is starting tonight. To get it over with? Get the pain yeah, over with. Yeah, okay. Get it over with, and it's the first game. Well, that's what the odds maker saying. Yeah, we'll lose tonight, but after they get past well, Sanchez, I don't, I don't think that the odds. I mean, obviously, as you just said, the odds were wrong. Yeah, they were. Time. They were. And I don't think that the odds are really worth looking at. I mean, it's just people like you and me that have made a bet. Yeah, but it's hundreds of thousands yeah, of people. And, well, yeah. Uh, and some of these are professional gamblers. Then this is what they do for a living. You know, it's not like just random, like your neighbor going, yeah, those assholes are going to lose. <laughs> They've got a lot at stake. Well, this isn't 50 million Elvis fans can't be wrong. Fifty million Elvis fans are always wrong. Okay. You know, the more people, it's just telling you what the perception is. Yeah. And we know what the perception is. The perception was that no one thought we would... No one thought we'd get playoffs. here. No one thought we'd get. We didn't think we'd get here. I, I don't think that any of the rules that we apply to starters, they never are real because it's always a human being out there in real time, 
in real life and fucking anything could happen and it doesn't matter what the numbers are or what the history is or what their agent has you know concocted and what the press thinks about max being amazing or this person being shitty it anything could happen right now and i think that we saw that in the last the last two two rounds of the playoffs sanchez maybe he'll do well Strauss might do bad max might do bad right you know like all of this shit is like very strange. I have no idea how the Nats will react to a seven-game series because they've never played a seven. No, not 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 as the Nats. I, I think the Expos went to the NLCS in 1981, but I'm not sure that counts. No, it doesn't. And I, and this team, this isn't our like best group of guys. Like people were saying back a couple years when it was like. Harper right. and Worth. Uh, Worth and Murphy, Murphy and those yeah. that um, that those were like our best team, like our bet, like that was the best group of guys that would maybe make it. This is not that group of guys. Like I don't think that this is the team that people are like, yeah, this is a this is a World Series winning team. But that doesn't mean they can't pull it off. No, that is it but doesn't. Our roster is not like these are not the arms that we would most want. These are not the hitters we most want. We got Michael Taylor up there with his like point four four <laughs> batting average. I know, but that fit. Well, you didn't see it. I and I know I sent you the grand slam, but he caught the the game ending out unbelievably jump forward in the air caught yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm talking about his batting average though. no no he's no he, he sucks at the bat yeah he's good defensively but his, bat, his batting average is so bad and that's yeah. why he's like not even on the team half the time no no he spent he um, spent he, two-thirds of the year in um fresno or harrisburg exactly. <laughs> it's so humiliating exactly. I know, and then like so, that guy's gonna win the World Series in two weeks or. <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know. I have no idea how they react to playing seven games. That's really different than the. No, rest these of the all these guys, none of them have been here. None, yeah. even Schurz, never got this far. Yeah. So they're all sitting yeah. here pooping their pants. They're all wearing depends. So it'll be super I mean, entertaining. The, yeah, the cards have been here numerous times. They get in the you know close yeah, to the World Series all the time. Yeah. So I'm gonna have a really good time watching what happens. I don't feel invested in us winning because I didn't think we would make it. It's no, neither of us did. It's a huge success that they even made it this far. No, it's true. Best in franchise history. No, nope. as an act. Right. So you think the learners are going to fire Davey if they lose? I thought he had three years. Well, on his contract, yeah, but you can cancel. Con- they fired the Redskins coach a year before the end of his contract. You can always fire a guy if you have to. I know you can always fire a guy, but that's not the learner's style. They're the short contract, don't renew style. Right, right. I don't think that they're the firing types, and that's why they do the, the short contracts. I don't think so. I don't think he will. But it it could depend who else is available, and I don't know about that. Mm, I don't know about good the point. Good point. managers market. Yeah, yeah. Well, how are you going to watch the game, or are you going to watch the game? Yeah, I'm going to watch it on television. In in your um, your Airbnb, or are you going to go to a sports place, or 
No, I'm just going to watch it here. Okay. Um, it's it's nationally televised. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, TBS. So there's this whole, um, and you've seen it, the marketing people jumped on this stay in the fight thing. Right, yeah. Okay, now, the marketing department did not come up with this. This was organic. Dave, when Davey was at his lowest, when they had lost you know, 31 of their first 50 games, he personally went out and at his own expense um, bought these T-shirts to try to buck up his guys. You know, he bought T-shirts for everybody in the dugout, everybody on the whole team, and he bought like, you know, 50, 60 T-shirts, gave them to them. And then... Um, Miraculously, they did start. I'm not saying it had anything to do with the T-shirts, but miraculously, you know, things did turn around. It was mostly because Trey Turner and Rendon came back from, uh, you know, the IR or the DL or yeah, whatever I it's think called. That's a yeah, but then, the, but then they were they were everybody was wearing the T-shirts. You know, when they would like they would put them on, and they didn't have any ML. B or nationals they weren't violating any licensing it would just say stay in the fight and um that be, that was just their slogan and it, apparently it's not unheard of you know for for uh, teams to come up with their own little internal um slogans you know for a season and 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 you know make t-shirts and stuff we did this in Gannett you know like departments would come up with their own t-shirts and we do this, we do that. And it was like, nobody gave a shit. You know, do this in kindergarten. Yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. So they're just doing that. And then everybody, but because they did come back from being the second worst team in baseball, the marketing part department did jump on it eventually. It took them a few weeks. And now it's like every commercial on Masson and TBS is like, stay in the fight. It's like, it's like David Martinez was the greatest marketing genius on the planet. So, <laughs> but that's, it's just funny how that worked out. And, and, and a lot of people think that it was just some marketing bullshit that the, the marketing department at Nationals Learner Company came up with. But it wasn't. You know, they just jumped on it. But it's just it's just kind of a weird kind of a thing. I, I didn't know if you had any insight in that. Well, I think it goes to show that managerial bullshit and marketing bullshit are one and the same. <laughs> You're saying him running out late night to make some t-shirts what is the difference between a marketer and a and a sports team well a marketer is they're judged on very different metrics i mean davy just wants to win okay but hold on hold on in the sense that a marketer has to come up with like some bullshit thing to say about a fizzy soda and how it's gonna make you a great person and get you laid a sport, yeah, exactly. Like you're gonna and make you red. attractive, and and you're gonna uh, get yeah. this like hot girl. Right. You're gonna have a sports car. Yep. Um, and get the greatest job in the world. Just drink our soda. Eight skittles or whatever. Um, sports team, like they have to play the game. Like the thing that bothers me about staying the fight thing is like what, like they have any choice? Like they are on all under contract. This is their job. They all have right. to play. They're not like, it's not like they can go home. Like, hey, no, I'm, I don't want to stay in the fight. I'm just going to leave. Like, no, they all have to 
Right. So it's not like right, and they've got contracts coming up. I mean, especially people like Rendon and stuff. Just like, okay, I'm motivated. I don't need a T-shirt. I'm fucking motivated. Yeah, I just don't get that. You don't see someone's like, oh, it's Thursday, but you wish it was Friday. Stay in the fight. <laughs> Stay in the fight. You're going to make it through the end of the work week. Um, it's very ridiculous. I mean, everything, all of the sports motivation speak is totally vacuous. But sometimes it tips over into working and those are like magical moments in marketing or in or in sports movies where they're like intense speeches that people like rewatch on YouTube and quote all the time. Well, also, I mean, you could throw I, I kind of put this in the same bucket of like the baby shark phenomenon, something just oh random God. that caught on. I don't, I don't and you don't know why and and the reason it would even started was was so innocent and unassuming and then it just caught on i don't know if it is innocent and unassuming well he, he had said we we speculated on this he said no no my little my three-year-old told me to do it i'm like i don't give a shit i don't well yeah that was just that was one that was one thing because we said is is uh Herara para really a marketing genius and we're like Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. Probably not. He's in his he late 30s. If he was a marketing genius, he could have been working for Facebook t- for 15 years, but he's not. He does wear Elton John glasses and he dances. Yeah, stay in the fight is just some bullshit. I mean, every sports coach in America probably says that. It's probably like in a book, for like how to be a coach. That like you can buy on Amazon or something. That no, every, it's like, not. It's not every, like, clever in any. I mean, they didn't come up with a clever slogan or anything. I mean, no, stay in the clever. fight is like. I mean, didn't it's, Walter Matthau say that in the Bad News Bears? He couldn't, or something? he couldn't. Yeah, he couldn't trademark it if he tried. It's so generic. Um, but I think the gesture that he had t- done that trouble and gave everybody that shirt, I think, you know, somehow they're just saying in the locker room. I don't think that's very much trouble. I could print up a shirt and get it made for a baseball team in 15 seconds on my phone. Yeah, I mean, maybe. they do that. For, they do that for little kids. They did that in my high school. That's not like a big between his cardiac treatments. Like while he's sitting there yeah, having yeah, open heart surgeries, ordering T-shirts. The only thing you have to move is your thumb on a phone <laughs> for two seconds. Some shirts printed. Okay. Um, I I don't know. Maybe it worked for them. That's fantastic. I'm well. Apparently, it, did and, and the marketing department up. is taking credit for it. So God bless them. I probably would have done the same damn thing. Um, Sean Doolittle started having these problems around like the All-Star game. You know, and he went on the IL and it was just like sure. It's like, oh, it's only going to be a week. Then it was two weeks. Then it was a month. Then it was six weeks. You know, it just went on forever. And then when they finally brought him back, they didn't make him a closer. You know, he he would come in and do relief on the seventh or eighth inning. And Rizzo went out and got Daniel Hudson. And uh, and I forget where I'd have to look up where he got him. But he's been our closer for over two months. You know, he closed the last game. You know, um, 
actually the last game, the tenth inning, Doolittle did come out, but Hudson closed the eighth, and then because we were in ten, uh, they did bring Doolittle out, and he did get everybody out. That was awesome, but uh, mostly because of people in the infield and outfield catching. But at least you know he got him out. But Hudson, they announced today, is taking maternity leave. So, which is fine, fine. That's great. They're having their third baby, but you know the it just I don't know the timing. If you're in a profession, (laughs) like you know, and there's there's a there's a um, voluminous options in the birth control arena, right? So, and obviously everybody knows how this stuff works. So to say, hey, let's, 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 let's fly naked, honey, uh, because if we have a baby, it'll be right in the middle of the World Series. <laughs> it's just a bizarre timing. Well, I don't when, know. When was the kid born? Well, he's, he, probably tomorrow. She's in labor. Oh, okay. So the kid is about to. Well, yeah. Look, they probably he may did. be. He may come back for the. They said he may come back for the Saturday game or the Tuesday game or the Monday game, whatever it is. Um, but I mean, it's just like I don't know. Let me tell you, if yeah. I was a professional baseball player mm-hmm. and I was a father, yeah, I wouldn't wouldn't you say okay these months? I mean, just knowing no, the nine-month no, no, no. thing. I'm not talking about. I'm not talking about planning. I'm saying okay. if I was in a situation where my kid is going to be born on in the, the middle day, of the championship series, in the middle of the series, yeah, I, I, I would play my game. Okay, well, he's not. I'm doing a father. That. You don't need fathers to have babies in the moment. No, that's true. Reason, you don't need them in the delivery room. Okay, but he he you said he's it. not coming. He said he's not coming. He's going to be there for the birth of his kid. Well, that's fine. I'm just saying I wouldn't. I don't think I would do that if the situation was worse. I really don't. Well, he is, and nobody <laughs> has given him any grief about it. Nobody's given him grief about wanting to be there for the birth of his child. I mean, I was there for the birth of you, but he. What they are saying is, or what some people are whispering is, like you could have kind of figured this out a little bit. I mean, it's not like you're like a 17 year old person in the back of a car. You've got, already had two kids. You know about family well, I'm not, planning. I'm shaming them for that i don't think they should have planned around the world series first of all if he knew he was going to be in the nats which he didn't it would have been good planning to be like oh yeah we can have a baby during the world series because we definitely won't be in there well i'm just saying they only work six months out of the year so they've got a ton i mean based you know if you're not if you're gonna fly naked i'm not i don't care about that argument at all like what you're supposed to do sit there come on who knows but um in once you're in the situation and maybe the baby's coming and you could play i would play i would play because like why i mean i don't know where is he he's in dc uh i imagine where well you know a lot of these guys don't live here they only live here like a senator does in a condo and their actual family lives somebody else because they just they just acquired him like two months three months ago exactly yeah so they probably there, she probably lives wherever wherever he lived before. Yeah, yeah, he's he, probably in San Francisco or something like that, yeah. So, yeah, I think it's kind of dumb. Whatever, we can do it without him. 
I don't think it's going to come down to Hudson being there tonight. But, yeah, I, I just... But Hudson's been doing good. So if Doolittle goes in there and he blows it, everybody's going right. to go, Hudson! Well, we need... <laughs> it's we just need... like, it's so bad because that little baby's going to grow up and like, I blew the World Series in 2019. Yeah, that, that baby's <laughs> going to be cursed for the rest of his life. Yes, exactly. Perfectly. Well, I mean, Hudson's the one that got the win for the last game. Yes. Well, so, yeah, he got us through the ninth, and uh, Doolittle came in in 10. Well, um, he's the one credited with the win, is yeah. what I'm saying. Is that what it says? Okay. Yeah. Yes. And I said that earlier when you we did. were recording. You did. He's the one that that got it. So, look, whatever. Babies get born. Yeah. The world keeps spinning, okay? Yep. yep. Baseball still happens. Yep. I don't, I don't think it is really again it's his, it's their third kid i mean come on you've seen one baby you've seen them all <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> if you say two. so especially if that, that ask kid your mom if she thinks it that way that kid is gonna be brainwashed into loving baseball and being obsessed with baseball they probably or, or despising it and deliberately being a rugby fan and hating baseball or something. They wouldn't begrudge the fact. It's more likely indoctrination, I think, in terms of sports works more often than not. In religion and politics, maybe not. But sports seems pretty effective. <laughs> wouldn't wouldn't it be kind of cool to be like, oh yeah, like my here's my dad winning this game or playing this game and the playoffs while I was born. Well, one way or the other they said it would be um minimum of one day, maximum of three. He's gonna be in this series. You know, there's no way he's not in this series. So he may exactly. end up in, winning this fucking series for us. So they have to, they have to play Doolittle eventually. Yeah, they yeah, of course, because they're the only two dependable people in the bullpen. So, but I will definitely make fun of this man and his child <laughs> if <laughs> if Wander poor baby and like, destroys it. I didn't want to come into this guy. I look, I was it's, happy in the enigmatic fluid or whatever the it's kid, called. The kid wants its mom. Mm-hmm. It's living in the mom. That's mm-hmm. the what the kid needs. The mom is there. The mom's doing her job. The doctors are there. He can get off a plane and go see the little baby and its little knitted cap and all that soon enough. Right. Right. It's only three hours. Well, these games are four, four and a half. But she's in a different city, I'm sure. But that's what Skype is for. Like what we're doing with you. You're saying she could have... She could they could, <laughs> he, could, he could Skype could experience Skype. the birth. A nurse could hold an iPad right over Skype the... The groin area and watch it. I'm the pitching mound. Why not? Why not? Why not? They could have Just a little have tripod with an iPad and you could look it. over and see the baby coming out, pitch a breaking ball, look over, pitch a fastball. Why not? It's so politically incorrect. Anything else you want to talk about before we sail into what could be seven games? Uh, well, first guy who gets four wins. 
So if we swept it or if they swept it, we'd be done on Tuesday. But that's probably not going to happen. They're too evenly matched. I don't think anybody's going to sweep. This isn't like the Yankees versus, you know, your little league game team. Whatever I, don't, I don't think it will happen. I think there'll be, yeah, at least five games. Odds makers say six. If not the seven. It seems like, it seems like they end up playing all the games. They seem to sort of subconsciously know that they have some losses in them. And well, kind of or maybe, you know, because the networks like it better that way, right? They That's sell true. so much more. If everybody, if, if there's way more advertising. two more games means That's 10, 15, sure. 20 million more dollars in advertising yeah. because it's a nationally viewed game. So. Yeah. I don't know. You know, it may be it's not mobsters and gangsters like we were talking about the dirty ums. Maybe it's the uh, networks that are paying guys off to blow a game. That's, more, that's, <laughs> a, good point. that's a good point. Yeah. It's all like Viacom. Yep. Yep. Or whoever owns CBS now. Warner? Time Warner? Used to be AOL Time Warner. Yeah. They own everything. They own everything. They own my soul. <laughs> All right. Well, well, the game is the starting game is start. in uh, five minutes. So uh, here we go. Here we go then to our first NLCS. All right. All right, everybody. Thank you very much for joining us. And uh, thank you for Cassia for uh, making time uh, from from 2,000 plus miles away to uh, hook up with us just before the game. And thank you to Burme Bernice for um, her great work today. So uh, we'll thank see you, you soon. Uh, we'll be following this series very closely, and hopefully we'll have uh, an episode or two uh, before we actually go to the World Series and win it. So, so see you soon from the cheap seats. Take me.